Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest Financial Services Regulation Tomorrow Plus podcast. I'm Simon Lovegrove, and I'm joined today by Albert Weatherall. Hello, Albert. Hi, Simon. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Albert. Crypto assets is one of the hottest topics in financial services regulation at the moment. And recently, the FCA issued a consumer warning to Binance Markets Limited and the Binance Group. Uh, Kicking off, Albert, what action has the FCA taken and why is this so significant? So in terms of the action, what they've done is they've issued a series of requirements onto the regulated entity Binance Markets Limited, which in effect restricts uh, its performance of certain regulated activities. So, so Binance Markets Limited is regulated by the FCA, has various permissions to perform certain activities. And what, in effect, the FCA have done is they have issued, alongside a kind of broader consumer warning, is some specific restrictions on those permissions. And those restrictions effectively require that entity to seek the prior written consent of the FCA to carry out any of the regulated activities for which it has a part for a permission. So notwithstanding that it already has permission to perform those activities, it must seek the FCA's consent before it it in fact does so. Um, They've also imposed certain requirements that by the end of this month, the firm must have certain kind of stakeholder and um, consumer messaging on its website um, and social media channels stating that it's not permitted to undertake any regulated activity in the UK. Um, And and there are also certain other restrictions with respect to its advertising and financial promotion uh, by the relevant firm of certain of these activities. And they don't have a huge amount of time to do it. So largely, the FCA set a deadline of 30th of June. Uh, They've also asked them to make sure that they secure and preserve all records and information that they may have relating to activities with UK consumers. So so that, that is the baseline restrictions. And I think why that's significant, I mean, I think clearly we've seen over the course of the last year or so, particularly an increasing focus on you know, crypto asset regulation from the FCA. So we've had the crypto assets guidance in place now for quite some time, and we have a fairly settled regulatory taxonomy as to what types of crypto assets fall within the scope of our perimeter and which don't. I think where we're seeing activity of late is trying to address the the potential consumer harm or the perceived consumer harm that the FCA sees with respect to crypto assets. So we've had restrictions on the sale and marketing of crypto derivatives and ETNs to retail clients. We are consulting on expansions of the financial promotions regime. We are considering an expansion of the regulatory regime to stable tokens, so to address the kind of increasing popularity of stable coins. Uh, And we've had this particular action against what is a very large and major player in the crypto asset infrastructure. So all in all, I think it's, it's an indication, perhaps more than anything, of the FCA's thinking with respect to how it wishes to uh, assess, supervise, and perhaps enforce um, its own rules with respect to crypto asset service providers. That's really interesting, Albert. I just want to just pick up on one thing on the regulatory perimeter. For those that have not looked into crypto assets in any detail, what exactly does the FCA regulate? At the moment, the regulatory perimeter in the UK is fairly clear. So your common large market cap cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, ETH, Litecoin, they are not considered to be regulated investments. And so they fall outside the scope of the perimeter. What the FCA is primarily concerned with are 
those types of crypto assets that have the same rights and obligations as a form of specified investment under our regulated activities orders. So effectively, you know, security tokens in the kind of common parlance, and also those types of tokens which resemble uh, e-money and have the same features as e-money. So principally, that is what the FCA is concerned with. It is not concerned with generally regulating spot trading in unregulated crypto assets. And so I think that that's important to bear in mind as you look at the uh, look at the action that's been taken, um, and also when you read certain of the headlines, which are claiming that crypto has been banned generally. So, so just bear that in mind when reading those headlines. That's that's really interesting, Albert. What do you think are the potential ramifications of this move in the short to medium term? And also, I want to get your thoughts. Does this indicate a broader strategy of the FCA with respect to crypto assets business? Yeah, so I think ramifications short to medium term, um, you know, for, for, for Binance and also for the industry, I think for Binance, clearly there's, you know, there's some decisions they need to take about the extent to which they wish to conduct regulated activities here from the UK, if they so wish, whether they wish to comply. And obviously, we, you know, we, we don't have any insight on that. And I don't want to speculate too much. Um, but clearly, just I think more interestingly is for the industry. I mean, th- this is really the first instance we've seen of the FCA publicly you know, taking measures against a significant participant in the crypto assets landscape. I think for many people at the moment, you know, the industry is trying to really understand which way the regulatory winds are blowing in the UK with respect to crypto assets. I think, you know, we've, we know that there has, you know, the registration process under the MLRs is taking quite a long time and the FCA are really digging deep into the nature of those businesses who are seeking registration as crypto asset service providers or custodian wallet providers. So there's really, um, you know, I think that supports this, the investigation and the work that's being done you know, in this context for Binance. I think others are looking at this thinking, you know, in the short to medium term, does that mean, you know, there is an increasing regulatory focus for the FCA in this space? And if there is, where will that land? You know, will that focus on consumer harm? Will it focus on financial promotions? Will it focus on cross-border business? Will it focus on the regulatory perimeter? Will it focus and encompass decentralized finance? There are various questions. And I think I think this particular instance gives rise, I think, to more questions than it does answers. And clearly, you know, we don't know the background facts. We don't know exactly the history of, of this, this action. But clearly, I think there are various persons in the industry who will be looking at this quite closely and trying to interpret what that means with respect to the FCA's position on crypto assets and what that means for the regulatory landscape for the UK in the short to medium term and whether it is a good place to be establishing and running crypto assets related businesses, particularly given certain actions that have been taken lately, as I mentioned earlier. In terms of strategy, Again, it, it's hard really to, to, to conclude definitively because they say we don't have the full facts. But I think clearly, I've, I've felt this for a while, that, that regulation with respect to crypto assets in the UK is probably only going one way. And I think that is ex- expansion. expansion. Um, you know, as you see an increasing adoption of, consu- of crypto assets, both at the consumer level and the institutional level, I think the risk of loss, risk of harm, you know, risk of you know, financial stability, risk of, you know, conduct breaches, etc. All of that becomes more relevant because you just have larger scale, more adoption, more activity. And so I think the FCA at the moment is positioning itself to understand how it wishes to regulate this space and, and what that means in terms of, you know, how aggressive it might be with respect to cross-border issues and, you know, how it will use its supervisory powers to ensure 
that you know they are limiting the possibilities for consumer harm. So all in all, I think this points to a strategy that demonstrates that the FCA will examine business models in the crypto asset landscape. It will pass judgment on those business models. And as necessary, it will take the action it feels is proportionate and appropriate in the circumstances to satisfy its statutory objectives. And so I think clearly this indicates that crypto is an area of focus for the FCA. Uh, and it will be interesting to see over the course of the next year to 18 months as they work their way through that backlog of AMLR registrations, where we land in terms of what the regulatory environment looks and feels like, both in terms of strict provisions, i.e. You know, statute, guidance, regulation, but also in the softer approach, you know, how the FCA is perceiving the businesses, how it's interacting with market participants and what its expectations are with respect to you know, compliance with rules and guidance for crypto assets business. Thanks, Albert. That's really interesting. And I agree with your point about more questions than answers. And it's obvious to, to everybody that there's so much more to come on this. That concludes today's RT Plus podcast. Many thanks for listening.